Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 66. Hi, welcome. Hey. Hey. Happy Labor Day, Tiff. Happy Labor Day. I, Do you know anything <laughs> about Labor Day? I don't know anything about Labor Day. I don't either, other than it's a day off from work. And school begins. And it's a celebration of working by not working. And we've entered the month in which I was born. Oh, September. It's my favorite month. You're not one of those people that has like a birthday month. No. You're not. You're like a I'm normal not. person. You have one days of celebration. That, that's exactly it. I have one day that celebrates me, <laughs> you know, and I expect everyone else to follow suit. Yeah. So I don't need an entire month. I just need one amazing day. And I think we're, we're going to have a pretty good day this year, I think. Hopefully, once we figure out what we're doing, who knows? <laughs> I want it to be a surprise even to myself. <laughs> I wake right. up in the morning. It's my birthday. Let's go do a thing. Who knows? I like that. I like that kind of adventure. Yeah. Because it's something that terrifies me. I like to have everything uh, planned half-assed. Yeah. <laughs> you like to you like to I'm ride f- through life like a scary roller coaster that seems like at any moment it could just go off a cliff i like to just put my hands up in the air and then at the end of the ride look back at the photos that were taken along the trip and then buy them from the souvenir stand oh of that's life. perfect yeah cool i don't know what that meant but uh you like to look back at the scary expressions that you may have out in your face even though you had the greatest time of your life there you go yeah <laughs> that's exactly it that is exactly what i was going for thank you happy birthday happy labor day <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is a Fake Headlines podcast. Uh, We are recording on Labor Day and probably put the show up later tonight. We had a a nice weekend. We went away uh, for the night to uh, Tiffany's dad's, my father-in-law's house. Yeah, that was super fun. Uh, We had food, so much food. My dad, okay, so northern New York is one of those places that's known for a couple of things. Um, And one of those things is that they have delicious cheese curd my dad bought three one pound bags of different types of cheese curd and we ate so much of it yeah and then he made us take half of each of the bags home so we have like a pound and a half of cheese curd in our refrigerator right now my insides are a solid brick of dairy right oh now. my god it's so good <laughs> and squeaky though <laughs> my insides are the curd <laughs> <laughs> uh, both yeah, we we ate, uh, well, I ate disgustingly. I'm going to talk about myself for a moment. I had, uh, in the course of a, a 24-hour period, four pieces of pie, two scoops of ice cream, hot dogs, sausage, curd. The Okay, so the pies that he got were from like a country store. So they were homemade kind of pies. And yeah. one of the, you'd never had either kind of these pies before. No. Uh, blueberry, and then the other one was a blackberry crumble. Changed my life. They were delicious. I'm all about that pie life. Cake, yeah. You can go suck it. Yeah. Um. So, but you know, it's that's my birthday celebration with my dad. Was I? I got to have lots of pie and ice cream. 
And we had an impossible Whopper too on the way. We did. Holy crap. That that was awesome. I have not had a Whopper in so many years. Yeah. Um, and uh, the impossible Whopper, while equally as disgusting for you, tastes very delicious. <laughs> yeah, I like how Burger King, like I'm thankful for Burger King for offering something like this because we're not, uh, we eat meat occasionally. Well, I eat meat occasionally. Tiffany does not. But um, I'm glad that they have this type of offering for folks out there. But I also love that they didn't make any, they didn't put any effort into making it any healthier than the regular old Whopper. No. It is exactly calorie for calorie, fat for fat, pretty much the same as a regular Whopper. Yeah. I love that. We didn't get ours with cheese though, so... That's true. Yeah. I hadn't had a Whopper in so long, I forgot you had to order it with cheese to get cheese. I yeah. just assumed the cheese came with it. Yeah. And those onions lingered for a while. They were lingering onions, I know, Those they? are strong onions at Burger King. Oh, man. But I, I would recommend the Impossible Whopper to everybody. Yeah, that was like, delicious. Like, even if you're not, uh, even if you're like a pro-meat person, try it out because it's just, it's good for the environment. It's good for your body to eat less red meat, right? Yeah. It's just good all around. And um, that's it. I don't, I don't know. I don't have anything to follow that up with. That's fine. We yeah. don't, you don't need to. We, uh, we also at my dad's, we wander around the, the wilderness for a bit. Um, had a frog jump into my pant leg for a second. <laughs> you did. You had, a po- you had a frog jump up your leg. That was weird. <laughs> I, we, we were just walking because uh, my dad owns uh, a lot of land. So we were walking around one of the trails and like mid stride. I had, it's not like. It's not like I was wearing Jinkos. I was, you know. Was, right, the most frog-friendly of pants. <laughs> <laughs> you might end up with a duck under those things. You never know. This is some big openings. I feel like a goose is more appropriate. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so we were walking, and I it was like a pair of boot-cut jeans. They were a little long for the pair of shoes that I was wearing, so I had them cuffed up. And... Uh, Still, they were like touching the ground, but it was like the timing was just right where this frog hopped up to my pant leg. I felt it on my calf for a second, and I was like, what is happening? And then I brought my foot back down and kind of shook it, and then our frog jumped out. And I was like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and I didn't catch the frog or anything I, I that's a disease you get from touching frogs i'm just kidding no i um i decided not to pick up this frog and just let it kind of be because it had just gone through oh a interesting Trauma. experience itself i'm sure being in my pants and um Kevin, that's usually an, i mean i've never felt bad about being in your pants i'll yeah, be honest th- with you thank you i uh once i'm in there i like to stay i don't like to jump right out yeah that's good good uh, this frog <laughs> knew that i was a married lady uh so it pardon me ma'am i didn't realize you were taking i'm gonna carry on this way southern gentleman frog very kind of you (laughs) um yeah so that was weird uh but i did catch a couple of toads i held the tiniest toad i'd ever seen in my life and it was so cute you did touch a tiny toad it was so cute it was like the size of my thumbnail (laughs) if that it was like half the size of my thumbnail Hey, one thing, too, before we went on this trip, on Friday night, we went out to have a fish fry out here in Buffalo in our new neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, we sat next to a couple that we couldn't see who they were, but they had the most fascinating conversation about Monty Python, about weird movies I'd never heard of, uh, like B-movie type stuff. At one point, they mentioned Child's Play. (laughs) Yeah, they were just... And it was like, we couldn't see them because they were sitting in a booth behind us, and there was like a tall thing behind us. But... um, 
Tiffany and I are going to, we'll put this up on Instagram. We decided to purposely not look to see what these people look like because yeah. the images that we had in our heads, we wanted to see how close to reality they were. So as we were leaving the restaurant, Tiffany used her phone and took some footage of them. Just to see what they look like. Right. We're not going to post the footage of them on Instagram because I don't want it to seem like we're making fun of them because we're not. They just had really interesting voices and interesting conversations. Yeah. And so Kevin and I are just going to post up the pictures that... Maybe we can blur out their face a little bit or something. We'll, let it, maybe. we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Maybe so you can at least hear their voices. Yeah. But we yeah. wanted to do a thing where we figure... We, so we'll post this on Instagram. We're gonna, we meant to do it the other day, but we'll do it, uh, we'll do it this week. We'll draw what we think these folks look like, and we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> see how close we are. Just it'll fun, be fun. It'll be a fun game. Fun little exercise. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when someone... You're talking to someone on the phone or something, and you just try to imagine what they look like. And then maybe you... Uh, like, it's like a business person or something. Like, we, we communicate with a lot of different people within our company. And we don't always meet them face-to-face, but then we see their picture in the email. And yeah. we're like, oh, that's not what I expected them to look like at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that sort of situation. Yeah. So we'll check So check us out on uh, Instagram, Fake Headlines Podcast. We'll get, the, we'll get that going we'll this week. We'll pull that up for you. Yeah. What a delight. What a delight. I almost said, what a D. What does that mean? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, Tiffany, I believe this is Fake Headlines Podcast, correct? <laughs> it is. So this is the podcast, folks, where uh, Tiffany and I both have three headlines. Only one of them is a real headline headline we found on the internet the other two are ones we have made up mm-hmm. and we are now going to present them to one another mm-hmm. we're going to joke around about what, what these articles could be about as we get to the bottom of which headline is actually real and uh, i believe tiffany you are reading your three headlines to me first i am headline number one all right here we go got pain <laughs> a virtual swim with dolphins may help melt it away Got pain? A virtual swim with dolphins may help melt it away. <laughs> Alrighty. Headline number two. Neighbors file complaints over a plotting alarm system. <laughs> Neighbors file complaints over a plotting alarm system. Plotting alarm. That sounds wonderful. And headline number three. Mm-hmm. Claudette Monet, the painting hen, sells her art for $1.5 million. (laughs) The painting hen? Yes. Claudette Monet, the painting hen, sells her art for $1.5 million. Wow. (laughs) And just to reiterate, I have not heard of these headlines before, and uh, we have not discussed what we're going to be talking about today. This is all 100%... In the moment. In the moment. In the moment. Yeah. All right. So here we go. So the first headline, Got Pain, a virtual swim with dolphins could melt it away? Yeah. Melt the pain away? Yeah. That sounds delightful. Would you get into, how would this work? Would you get into a a container of water and then you would put on goggles and that would make it seem like you were swimming with dolphins? Yeah. Or would there be no water involved, just 100% just simulated, you need to stay dry the whole time? I think in order to simulate the swimming with dolphins, there would be water involved. Yeah, at least someone with a bucket throwing a bucket at you or something. Yeah, and then like sounds of flipper. (laughs) That old show would be playing in the background. (laughs) 
Yeah. Aren't uh, dolphins are like a like kind of like a horny animal, aren't they? Like a little. We had a headline about that once. Yeah, they're a it little. It was one of yours. They're a little frisky. Uh, they can frisky. be frisky. They are also very very intelligent. Mm-hmm. They're a very intelligent species. So I think they, in terms of the intelligence that they are capable of, it's pretty close to humans. Yeah, I think so too. Because there's like there's been a lot of studies of like language and stuff with dolphins over the years, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, that's why, uh, I think they're easily trainable. That's why Flipper was so believable. Believe it or not, Kevin, not a documentary. What? I know. I thought that was a nature show. Yeah. I, this, my world has changed forever. I know. I had no idea. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to break it to you. Yeah. I like the idea of like of sitting in maybe like a, uh, like one of those dunk booths you see at the carnival mm-hmm. and then, but you, you're in that, but there's a dolphin in there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine this is, so it's someone in a pool and they're wearing the virtual reality goggles. And every once in a while, you know, those, those training sticks that they use for, uh, dolphins, for example, for dolphin training. Yeah. So they have like that little bobble on the end yeah, so i imagine yeah. like every once in a while to like simulate like a dolphin swimming by you or touching you it's just like someone standing outside <laughs> of the pool and like reaching over and just like slightly grazing you just poking you while they're like looking at their phone or sipping on a latte <laughs> maybe we're looking at this wrong maybe instead oh. of it being like the do- like you're swimming with a dolphin maybe you put on the virtual reality goggles and like all of a sudden, you're in like a massage parlor, and a dolphin comes in and starts like working its fins on your back, and just like oh, that'd be kind of nice. Yeah, it just kind of rubs. I almost said rubs one out on you. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different. Set Kevin, of glasses you've you already mentioned on. the horny dolphins. I think we get it. <laughs> really trying to drive home that point. As is the dolphin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I like the idea of just like a, a dolphin just nuzzling in your back and like r- working out some knots. Yep. Did somebody say some knots. <laughs> Don Knots, get out of here. <laughs> well, my back's all sore. That was more of a Bill Cosby. <laughs> they're very close, Don Knots and Bill Cosby. <laughs> Except they're very different in very important ways. <laughs> Did someone say knots? <laughs> well, hi, my back's a little sore. <laughs> Working out some knots. Just working out some knots impressions myself. <laughs> Is that cool? Yeah, that's all. They work out some knots. Yeah. Um so uh the how do you how do you think using virtual reality assists with, with pain? Do you think it's like the the uh freeing or uh comforting sensation of being in water with these really amazing creatures or do you think it has to do with um living in a fantasy land where you're on vacation somewhere uh i think maybe a little bit of both like i think that the it's probably very comforting to be in that environment right with a dolphin swimming around you yeah but i think the brain is so easily tricked that probably with these virtual reality glasses on it may be a situation where it fools your subconscious into thinking it's real right because your subconscious can't tell the difference between reality and fantasy right right like the whole old thing about like that old uh story or whatever or study about people shooting like three uh, free throw basketball shots 
people that just visualized doing that and, and syncing shots in did very well compared to people that actually went out and practiced. Yeah. Because it just kind of helps, you you know, so I, I imagine there's a little bit of that going on too. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you think positivity, positivity into reality. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. What I say to myself on my drive to work every morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it. Except for today because it's Labor Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is our only job today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting that it, it could be part yeah, of that. I, I think it's all about, uh, yeah, I think this is all about a non-drug-related uh, therapy, right? Where it's like all yeah in your brain kind of figuring out what centers of the brain you could trigger through virtual reality Mm -hmm. and then cause healing to happen yeah so Mm. by swimming with the dolphins you're like i man my leg really hurts i have such horrible arthritis in it man this this really stinks and then you're suddenly the only thing that engulfs your world is the joy you feel with swimming with these dolphins and that's all you have for an hour and then suddenly by the end of that 60 minutes for i don't know how long it is um the the pain has ceased and you're no longer thinking about it and you're all of a sudden spooning with flipper yeah yeah there's candles lit everywhere i know (laughs) sipping some wine (laughs) that's nice it's very comforting (laughs) and then Flipper applies some oil to your back and starts working out some knots. (laughs) Is this something that you would do? Uh, I don't know, man. Like virtual reality stuff still kind of scares me. Like I I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I've never had the opportunity to try it, but I feel like my brain is weak and that I would be broken easily by the (laughs) wrong. (laughs) I would be broken easily by virtual reality gone wrong. <laughs> like I would like I would come out of it and think I was a dolphin or something or I would always see a dolphin around me all the time like it would just it would fuck me up. I know it would. <laughs> You'd see a dolphin and run toward it like you were going to cuddle. <laughs> like, "Hey, bud." And I've really just like taken out like a fire hydrant on the street somewhere, something <laughs> horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't I I feel like I know. Like this is why I can never like uh, like whenever there's been like a what do you call it? like a hip, hypnotist type show, like I'm like I would never volunteer at a hypnotist. Well, first of all, I would never never go to a hypnotist show. That but if I found myself at one, I would not allow myself to get up on stage because I feel like I would be broken easily by this person. I know I kind of feel that way too. I don't like the idea of having like virtual reality, maybe, but a hypnotist. I feel like. There's a a level of mental control that's upsetting to me, whether it's real or not. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I believe in hypnotism. I've just hypnotized you. Yeah. <laughs> you are now a dolphin, a horny <laughs> dolphin <laughs> who also that's speaks my, like Don Knotts. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know how to do a dolphin impression I that think... sounds like Don Knotts. <laughs> 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 nope. Nope. You tried. Nope. There's. I, I tried. I. That's. I tried to mentally visualize my vocal cords making a sound, and it didn't work. It's okay. That's okay. 
So you were saying you would not, you don't like to give up that kind of mental control to no, somebody, right? Yeah, no, me neither. not into that. And you're right. That's I, why don't, I don't drink anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like it. Interesting. I uh, I don't know if if hypnosis is a like at least in the form of like a stage show if it's a real thing happening or if it's a thing where people there's a natural instinct for people to play along with it because they're in that situation or you know what I mean like I don't power know, of suggestion yeah like I don't know how much of that is really the the person in control or I, I don't know but I I know that I would fail in that situation greatly yeah. <laughs> like I would like they would tell me to pretend I was a chicken and then I would never come out of it. They would have to like send me off to like the well, magic castle in LA where like the Kevin's top a chicken now. are. Yeah, it's like it would just be <laughs> it would be bad. I know it would be bad. I know I would embarrass myself and it would be terrible. <laughs> so that's that's really what it comes down to is embarrassing yourself. Yeah. And I don't mind uh, well, everyone minds being embarrassed. I I prefer not to put myself into a position where I will be embarrassed. But if I am, I usually try to laugh it off. Yeah. Because it sucks. Yes. I still carry around embarrassing moments from 30 years ago. I don't need to create any more. Yeah. And hypnotism is just a gateway to embarrassment. <laughs> That is another fantastic idea for a t-shirt. Hypnotism is a gateway to embarrassment. (laughs) Uh, Tiffany is currently writing that down in our Journal of Giggles. (laughs) It may become the name. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably the title of this episode. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and with that, let's move on to speaking of chickens, speaking of chickens, neighbors file complaint over applauding alarm system. Yeah. I think it'd be great to set an alarm for, uh, when you're done doing it. (laughs) 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 Um, Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just wave <laughs> just a standing o yeah if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh. standing o oh <laughs> oh i guess that would be kind of like do you ever worry about your alarm bothering a neighbor does that cross like your my mind phone or? alarm yeah no i never think about that either although i mean i've i've never heard anyone next door so i assume that they don't use alarms yeah, they just wake up on their own. They just right. use ours. They just <laughs> I I my my current alarm to wake up for work is Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. <laughs> Tiffany is a badass. <laughs> <laughs> At five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Joan Jett blaring. <laughs> what is the name of my alarm? It's uh, Baker Street. Yeah, it's Baker Street. And uh, if you don't know that, just just, just Google, Google it real quick. Google Baker Street. And then listen to that sweet, sweet sax sound. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a sax solo that just wakes you up from the sleeps and gets you ready to get on your feet. Meanwhile, mine's got a, a hard drum roll <laughs> and then followed by some hard guitars. Yeah. That's the difference between I'm more smooth jazz, you're more rock. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I've never I've never lived anywhere where I've heard an, a neighbor's alarm, although I've when, you know, looking at reviews for apartments we've moved into, um I've seen 
apartments we have not moved into, but I'm you know looking at reviews. I've seen where people say, "Oh, I hear my neighbor's alarm every day and stuff like that." And oh I'm, God! I'm thank- thankfully, we've never had thin walls like that. Yeah. Or someone, our neighbor, with a cranked up alarm either. Oh my gosh, that would be awful. Yeah. I never really think about that about bothering a neighbor with the alarm. I've never heard an alarm. I've never like this must be a loud alarm, or else the walls must be very thin. Yeah. But I like the idea of this. That's a nice way to wake up, though. I mean, an, an applause to wake up to. I know. It's so, that seems really obnoxious, though. Like, what if your neighbor kept weird hours? Yeah. Like, what if they slept on the night shift? So, like, every night at 9 o'clock p.m., you'd hear just, like, cheers. <laughs> the cheers theme? Maybe. <laughs> Making your way in the world today. <laughs> Digs everything you got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, I feel like a mashup of the Cheers theme song and Mary Tyler Moore would go really well together. I think you're probably correct. <laughs> Who can turn the world on with her smile? <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. See? <laughs> They go great. I think they do. I think I think all those all like the seventies and eighties sitcom themes all followed a similar mm-hmm. format. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe this person with the alarm uh, has uh, maybe they're a performer. So like oh, when they right. when they use their alarm, it's like a weird way to get themselves to uh, gear up for the event they're going to right uh to you know they're tonight i will make people laugh tonight i will make people cry tonight i will get a standing ovation right yeah that could be what it is that kind of kind of psyche up up for the day right some clapping some positive stuff happening yeah maybe maybe it's someone who just didn't receive enough uh love as a child and they were like i grew up to be a performer and that's why i do this so I desire the approval of of a million strangers. That's why I need the applause. <laughs> I um, you know, it would be a good alarm. I was just thinking. That's Lady Gaga. She lives for the applause. Plus, lives for the applause. Plus. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's some people out there who are like, great. Now I have that stuck in my head. <laughs> what about Don not singing the Cheers theme song? <laughs> <laughs> You weren't going to try and do it. Your face was so precious just there. You like formed a Don Knotts face. We have Don, we have a poster of Don Knotts right next to us. <laughs> do it for Don. <laughs> Let's sing it at the same time. Are you ready? In three, two, one. Where oh, everybody knows your name. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they're always glad you came. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. But maybe the person sleeps so soundly they need a super loud alarm to wake themselves up. Maybe there's a certain, uh, t- to your point, maybe there's a certain, um, uh, frequency sound of applause that's that really works for them in order to wake them up like you know how your hearing changes the Mm -hmm. older you are um that's true right so like maybe that's just like the certain frequency that this person hears that alerts them to wake up 
That could be. Maybe they don't like music. That's true, too, because it's hard to find like the right song in the morning. Bad Reputation works for you. It, it, it starts off your day in a real badass way. It does, and it gets me the fuck up at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. But I I often have to kind of cycle through the alarms I have because I'll, I find that I've just become like immune to certain songs. You just don't hear alarms. it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know when I lived with my parents, they would have a TV pop on. They would have their alarm, like this classic, like alarm sounds going. They didn't have cell phones back in these days. Mm -hmm. And I would hear it on the other side of the house and they would sleep through it forever. Like they weren't even hitting snooze. They were just like sleeping through it. And eventually they would wake up to it. I remember your dad always complaining that that was your mom. It was in your dad. It was, it was your mom. Okay. She she wouldn't hear anything. (laughs) And dad would get up first. I don't know why his mom was setting her alarm so early. I don't know. Just set it for later, mom. Sleep in a little. <laughs> Sleep in a little. He's got things to do. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Have you ever slept through an alarm, an important alarm? Probably. Yeah, I can't I can't think of any scenarios where I've... I've I remember being like... Um, Anytime I've ever traveled on my own, I've always been terrified that I was going to sleep through an alarm and miss like a flight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's never happened, but uh, that's the one time when I always worry about it. I have to do this mental thing when I go to sleep where I, it's like I have to like repeat it over to myself. Like you need to get up at five. You need to get up at five. You need mm-hmm. to get up at five. And so like it somehow triggers my internal system to wake up at that time. So that I'm like more aware of like, okay, when the alarm goes off, I have to get up. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, but there, I mean, there are some people who just don't need alarms. I think we have a friend mm. whose mom is like that. Yeah, I can't. That's impossible for me. I can't imagine. No. What What is that like? It's glorious is what it sounds like. Yeah. To have enough sleep where you just wake up and feel good what's that like we're like we're five hours a night (laughs) god i know we go to bed around 11 we get up around five like we're not good we're not doing good we do our best we're trying hard we don't eat red meat but we fuck ourselves up uh (laughs) by not getting enough sleep so yeah it offsets it it offsets it yeah you gotta be bad at one thing right right we're bad at lots of things (laughs) so tiffany uh claudette monet the painting hen sells her work for 1.5 mil yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I like that they've named uh, the hen Claudette Monet. Yeah. As in? Monet. Monet. Claude Monet. Oh, I thought it was in it as the Monet that they were earning from the work. No. Oh, there's no. actually an artist named Monet? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Star Night. Oh, yeah. Claude Monet. Yeah. Yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we see a Monet recently? Yeah, they had it. It was Albright Knox. Albright Knox, Buffalo, New York. Yeah, they a fine had, museum. They had uh, uh, some Monet impressionist yes uh, uh, artworks on display. Very special, limited time only. Yeah, it was really neat. And that was really neat. It was very neat. Yeah, I'm sorry that uh, Starry Night is the only one that comes to my brain. Yeah, I don't really know a lot of art. I know Starry Night, and I know uh, Andy Warhol's cans and that's it <laughs> you had some nice cans you know what i'm saying yeah yeah mm, cans and ems they also have that other albright knox <laughs> they do yeah i said it's not tomato soup i think it's the beef one 
Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, it's within that uh, portfolio of work mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. Warhols. Yeah, I um, I if I look at a Monet, I, I'd be like, yeah, that's a Monet. I recognize that as a Monet. Mm. But it's kind of like songs where I can recognize the song, but I don't know what the name of it is. Gotcha. It's like that with paintings. Like, oh, okay. oh, I could look at a painting and be like, oh yeah, that's that's a Monet. Yeah, that's a Monet. That's that's a Van Gogh. Uh, that's a Da Vinci. Wow. You name more artists than I'm aware That's a Banksy. <laughs> That's definitely a Banksy. <laughs> Can you name all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Donatello. Uh-huh. Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Leonardo. Uh-huh. It's my favorite one. Michelangelo. Nope. Donatello. No, nope, you already named him. Uh, I'm saying them all again. Leonardo and what's the other one's name? Picasso. No. Uh, claw hand. No. Claudette. It's Raphael. Raphael. He's my favorite. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is Raphael a painter? An artist? Yeah, I think so. Mm, uh, all four of them are, are painters. Right. I'm not familiar with Raphael's work. Okay. So I don't think that's his like... I think they're, I don't think that's his first name. Uh, teenage, they're the, they're four Renaissance artists. Yeah. So. Yeah, which one's Raphael? Okay, so Michelangelo. We all know Michelangelo. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Cramden. Ralph Cramden. Of the Honeymooners fame. Okay, so Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Donatello. Yeah, so they're, the last three are all just first name or mm. one name people. Raphael is known as the third of the great master artists of the Renaissance in Italy. Hmm. So let's look up some Claude Monet paintings. So Claude Monet was a French painter, as you may have guessed, by his name. He did Impressionist stuff, so... Um, oh, the water, water lily pond, like stuff oh, like yeah. that we've seen before. Yeah. We recognize that. I think that was some of the stuff that we saw at the museum. At the, yeah. So would you be able to tell uh, a painting being done by a hen versus being done by a person? Uh, probably. I guess it depends on the style, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think the hen's going to make like a, a still life. No, I don't, I don't think she, I don't, I don't think this hen is, is about to paint a bowl of fruit. <laughs> Could you imagine? If that's yeah. What it was, like, that's a goddamn good hen. Wow. That's Holy amazing. Shit. Yeah. That hen's better than most people doing freehand work. And I think that because of the tools that she uses, her feet, mm-hmm. uh, it ends up being more of an impressionist yeah. sort of look. Yeah. I imagine lots of slashes. Yeah. Lots of lines. Yeah. Lots of torn paper. Yeah. Lots of... <laughs> Bits of corn feed just mm-hmm. scattered about and then causing uh doo doo uh, footprints. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of lots of different uh uh patterns and um textures. Mm. If you okay. Smells. So when you look at a Monet, we've seen Monet's before. Mm-hmm. We've also seen Van Gogh's before. Sure. So when you look at them in real life, you can see the beautiful texture that there is from the 
the clumps of paint essentially that yeah. they left on the painting to give them such a beautiful texture. And I think that um, part of uh, Claudette's painting is that you see that sort of texture that she's left behind. And I think, I think it, it's, I don't think she's smart enough to do anything intentionally. Yes. Uh, most hens probably, probably fall into that category, Probably right? not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. But wouldn't that be a miracle? Clearly, clearly she recognizes certain things in the non-toxic paints that she uses because mm-hmm. she's an animal. She cannot consume toxic paints. <laughs> I don't think acrylics are really the way she goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't leave the uh, hen around paint thinner. No, 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 it's bad news. Mm. Bad, bad news. news. Yeah, would you would you pay money for something that would be as interesting as something painted by an animal? Not one point five million. This has got to be some kind of spectacular uh, piece of art, because you can get like you could probably just uh, tie a pencil to a hen's foot and have him go at it. And uh, it looks similar for less than a 1.5 million. Like you probably go down to the, to the 4-H group in town and ask them to help you, and they'd help you. Kevin, can I use a string and tie a pencil to your ankle to see what sort of art you come up with, and yeah. maybe we can sell it for 1.5 million? Yeah, this could be the key to our success. Yeah, is foot paintings. Art is weird. Art is weird. Art is very strange. Have you ever seen those paintings that people do using their bodies? So like boobs? Yes. And like balls? I don't think I would pay a lot of money for any art, to be honest with you. And it's not, it's nothing against artists. It's more, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. uh, That's why we don't have a lot of things that we want. Yeah. we. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the artwork we have hanging around our apartment, we have some art done by friends. But most of it is just from Target. Yeah. Like, we can afford Target art. We Yes, we can. We can't afford, like, real deal art stuff. Also, the reason why art costs so much is, A, because it's beautiful, but also because the supplies that are used are very expensive. Like, if you... Hmm. I mean, even if you go into Michael's, you buy maybe a 8 by 11 canvas or something it's mm-hmm. still gonna cost like 20 bucks right right you know what i mean and that's, that's just the canvas that's just what you're gonna be painting on yeah you haven't even come up with the idea or the you don't have the paint yeah you don't have the time you put into it to do it the blood sweat and tears i mean that itself well uh, pain's is a, a lot of work that's all it's a lot of work pain's tough. <laughs> uh, i like when you do down knots it looks like you just <laughs> ate something very very sour <laughs> While like, also stepping on a tack. <laughs> That's how you get Don's voice. <laughs> you ever see his face in real life? Guy stepped on a tack in life. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> You're a real fife. Uh, do you want to move on to the last one? Sure. Is this the last one? That is the last one. We, we already did it. We're done. We did all three. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> That was a revelation for you. That was a, it was. So, Tiffany, you're trying to tell me that one of these articles is an actual story you found <laughs> on the web. Sure am. Hmm. I'm going to guess the neighbor's applaud alarm is the real story. The applauding uh, alarm? Yeah. That is a fake story. Fake headline. You got fake, fake, yeah, fake, fake. fake headline. Uh, let's go with the dolphin reality. 
Dolphin reality is a real headline. Is it really? It is. Wow. It really is. That was really, I really was a guess. I, I kind of, after I said it, I really felt that the claw that Monet was the real one. It's very silly. Yeah. You know? So yeah. virtual reality with dolphins is a real thing? Yeah. And you know, when I showed my headlines to my dad yesterday, he immediately knew that was the real one because he had already seen the story on the news. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, damn it. Dang. That means my headlines aren't good enough. <laughs> so then I revised... Uh, uh, my painting one to become Claudette Monet. Oh, look at you. So. Yeah, so tell me about these dolphins. This is from NPR. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, NPR. I, I, I can't tell if that's a dolphin or a goat. Well, well <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay, so th- this is from NPR. Got pain. A virtual swim with dolphins may help melt it away. So weird. We are this, we are just doing some weird stuff with science right now, aren't we? we? Yeah, we are. Um, okay, so this is from NPR. Got pain? A virtual swim with dolphins may help melt it away. Vult- virtual reality is not new. But as people search for alternative ways to manage pain and reduce reliance on pills, so you, you hit that wow. point, uh, virtual reality, reality is attracting uh, new, renewed attention. Imagine for a moment you've been transported to a sunlit lagoon Mm. and suddenly it's as if you're immersed in warm water and swimming that's what tom norris experiences when he straps on his virtual reality headset it's fantastic i really feel like i'm there says norris who is 70 years old retired from the military and lives in los angeles with his wife as dolphins frolic and swim by in the virtual scene i get a strong feeling of pleasure relaxation and peace wow it doesn't take long to produce that effect, about 10 minutes or so via the headset. Norris is no stranger to pain. He's got chronic pain through his spine, back, and hips from injuries that go way back. All dolphin-related. All dolphin-related. Uh, <laughs> his name is Flipper. Flipper. Uh, ever since he was introduced to virtual reality, he's been hooked. In addition to swimming with dolphins, he's tried other virtual reality experiences, such Uh, as wilderness walks. See, that's the thing. I think this virtual reality stuff, it's like a gateway to, like, not wanting to be in the real world anymore. I know. It's scary. That's kind of scary, too. It's scary. But if 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 it allows people to manage their pain that doesn't... Uh, force them to rely on the consumption yeah, of pills. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like that is helpful, but also too. our brain is just so uh, malleable that we we can. It's got to be regulated somehow. Yeah, like you can't just be able to put on virtual reality. Like if I had the ability to put on virtual reality glasses willy nilly, like I would never leave. Probably never leave the house. I would be like instantly hooked. Right. I know how terrible the cell phone has been to me and the iPhone. How how that's like attached its claws to my psyche right like only imagine if you had something strapped to your head and you thought you were in a different place right i would be fucked up (laughs) (laughs) he uses lots of tools to help him cope he says including peer support groups which he helps lead Hmm. but he says he finds vr particularly helpful for him the feeling of relaxation and the ease that comes from a virtual swim with dolphins tends to linger for several days oh wow so that's interesting that's too. Interesting, the yeah. the idea that 
um, a virtual reality experience can linger on more than just the time that you're there. That's Again, proving our point that your brain is wow. very easily influenced. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, VR changes the way we perceive pain, explains study author Brennan Spiegel, a physician and director of the Cedars Sinai Health Services Research in Los Angeles. The research was done in a hospital where Participants were undergoing treatment for various conditions. Some were experiencing pain linked to cancer, and others had orthopedic pain. We divided the patients into two groups. Uh, one group tried VR. They used Samsung, a Samsung Oculus headset that were fitted each with a phone with a VR app. Patients could select from a library of 21 experiences available on the app. Uh, we found that virtual reality reduced pain by about three times as much as watching TV did. Using 0 to 10 as a pain scale, the virtual reality experience led to a two-point drop in pain compared to half a point for watching TV. Wait, watching television helps reduce pain? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, I've been in pain my whole life. and just been like <laughs> That explains why I've been a couch potato for 30 years. Uh it's not exactly clear how VR helps to reduce pain perception, but pain specialists say that there are likely multiple explanations. Distraction in yeah. in one in just one element. Uh, That's what I was thinking too. Maybe it just kind of takes your mind off of it. Mm-hmm. VR can be another tool in the pain management toolkit. Spiegel and his collaborators say there's still a lot to learn about which types of VR may be most effective. So that, I mean, it's a pretty lengthy article that goes into a lot more into the, um, the studies that they've been doing on it. But I think that's really interesting. Um, as long as it's not like the only way that people are managing their pain, if it can be a way that helps people who maybe can't, um, uh, go out, uh, of their house and maybe walk along trails and stuff like that, being able to experience the joy of, um, Nature that's not actually nature might be kind of nice for them. Don't you think? Yeah, I agree. Well, I thought I thought that was a really interesting uh, idea. Yeah, that uh, is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love the idea. Anything that we can do to get ourselves off of drugs is probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're obviously, like, for instance, I have migraines. I cannot see how um, virtual reality would help me manage that sort of pain because we know so little about migraines anyway. It's a neurological issue. Right. Um, so, like, it's not it's not a perfect science. I think it could be helpful for maybe, um, I don't know, a, a, you know, like the, the guy that was talked about in the article, um, his pain management throughout his entire body. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great that it helps affect his brain in that way. But as someone who uh, suffers from migraines, I can't imagine having a screen that close to my eyeballs oh, and right. not feeling like I was going to die. Yeah, but maybe like a certain, like, maybe <laughs> so a certain I need pattern. Pills. <laughs> <laughs> I need pills. I need pills. <laughs> maybe a certain like pattern of lights or something would... Co- could somehow soothe the you know what i mean who knows oh that's an interesting concept yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. can you write a letter to someone to uh maybe throw more money toward the research of migraines <laughs> and maybe incorporate that in there yeah i will do that as yeah. soon as we're done i'm gonna write my local migraine doctor thank you you're welcome perfect so tiffany i also have three headlines for you are you ready oh boy. are you ready for them yeah all right here they go did you change your order? I sure did. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, here are my three headlines, Tiffany. Headline number one, a graduation party ends on a sour note thanks to tainted cake. 
Ooh. Graduation party ends on a sour note thanks to tainted cake. Okay. Headline number two, the Flogsta scream. Screaming into the night relieves stress. Flogsta? Yes. The F O F L O G S T A. The Flogsta scream. Screaming into the night relieves stress. And headline number three, philosophy professor offers A's if you can prove class exists. Philosophy professor offers A's if you can prove that class exists. I started writing something and then I realized I don't know what that word is supposed to be. (laughs) What word was it? I don't know. What were some of the letters involved? It was like I was trying to write philosophy again. I don't know. Oh, weird. Tiffany, did I hypnotize you? I think you did. (laughs) A's. Okay, so these are very interesting. Um, Sometimes I can kind of look at stuff and be like, Kevin wrote this, but this one is not one. (laughs) These are, they're they're all pretty good. They're so good. uh, I'm going to guess now. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can if you want to. That's not how this works. I don't want to. You can do what you want. This is our show. I know. Grad party turns sour after a tainted cake, huh? Ugh, tainted cake. Don't eat cake. It's gross. Yep. <laughs> the more you know. It was uh, probably topped with like buttercream frosting and then that had turned maybe. Maybe sitting out in the sun. Or yeah. Maybe not well refrigerated. Well, because it would melt probably, right? Yeah. So maybe it had melted. Someone was like, oh no, the cake's melting. And then they had to put it back in the refrigerator. That could be. Have you ever been anywhere where there's been like an outbreak of uh, sickness? Like food-related sickness, like either no, a party I don't think so. or a restaurant, maybe that's come down with something. I don't think so. I no, have you? I have not, but I know my dad. I remember my dad uh, would sometimes stop for breakfast in the morning on the way to work, uh, and he stopped at a place in Brockport, New York, that's no longer there, and uh, got a little. Uh, turns out they had a little hepatitis outbreak. Gross! There was a pizza place locally that had that too. Was there really? Yeah. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I remember your dad talking about that. Yeah, That's I, really gross, and that has to do with like people not washing their hands after they poop, right? <laughs> right. Hands too close to the butt. Hands too close to the butt. And uh, some much how much like how that frog hopped up your pants. Yeah. And was a traveler. Yeah. Uh, it's like a poop traveling on a finger, and then getting into other stuff. Poop finger. That's so gross. I'm sorry. But yeah, I think my dad got sick. I think he got the hep, hep from it, didn't he? Or no? I can't remember how that story went. I don't think he did. I think he knew people who did. Yeah, I yeah. think somehow it worked out where he did not get sick. Yeah, I think you might be right. And he was I like, recall. well, I, you know, I didn't stop. On, it was the one day that I didn't stop. Dodged a bullet there. Yeah. A poop finger bullet. That's so gross. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've never gotten, I've never been, I don't think I've ever been anywhere that has had an outbreak like that either. No. I uh, I always find it really um, alarming uh, how frequently um, I see new posters in the bathrooms at either restaurants or workplaces or anywhere really where it's like, 
employees must wash their hands. Like, I feel like that's common sense. Right. And yeah. Like in my workplace, it's very specific. It's like, here's how to properly wash your hands. Use warm soap and water. Uh, sing happy birthday twice. Wash all the way up to your elbows. <laughs> in between your fingers. Your elbows? Yeah. And I'm like, you don't I'm not preparing a... for surgery. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't work in a hospital. No. You work in a bank. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I I do wash my hands with warm water and soap, but like, ugh. Isn't it weird that for most of my life I've washed my hands in cold water? Yeah. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do that until you pointed it out relatively recently. Yeah, that's really weird. I think I always reach with my right hand for the water and always reach for the, the right faucet, which is the cold water. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know. Our bathrooms at work recently are filled with posters, uh signs not really posters signs uh warning people to not jam the toilets it's upsetting and the tone of these signs make it seem like they believe that someone is purposely trying to like clog the drains that's really awful because it's like we're gonna find you it's like kind of like it's kind of like written like that it has that picture of um that guy from that movie Hostage? The guy? What? Where is that? I I will find you and I will kill you. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Leslie Nielsen? No. (laughs) (laughs) But he has a name, Leslie, though. Uh, I think you're thinking of... Leslie Jones. Leslie (laughs) Jones. Leslie Nielsen. You're thinking of James Earl Jones. No. The other guy, the... Um, the one where he's on the phone. The one that's like, give me back my son. Daughter. Give me back my daughter. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie Jones. (laughs) Leslie. Nielsen. (laughs) Isn't that what I said? Yeah. (laughs) Leslie from Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine that's the picture that's up. Is that a picture of <laughs> we him? We will find you. Yeah, we will find you, and uh, I will kill you. I want to fire you. They can't say that at work. <laughs> that's a lot to put on a sign. But that's you, the tone. That is the tone. It does make it seem like they're going to fire the. Stop being a gross. They're going to fire the pooper trader. Yeah. You went there, but it was I appropriate. Did. I know. Uh, yeah, so it's really strange. It's very accusatory and uh, like, yeah. So I believe where I work, the powers that be believe that someone is purposely, I don't know what they've come across in there, but something has happened where there is a sign in every bathroom now, like when you first yeah. walk in, men's and women's. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a couple that are doing this, if it's someone going into both bathrooms and clogging. I don't know what's happening. It's upsetting. But we will keep you posted. It's, furthermore, it's upsetting that uh, there are restaurants... In 2019, where poop-related illnesses are infiltrating uh, food. That is gross. Like, what? To your point, too. Like, why does, how do you not wash your hands when you leave the bathroom? I don't know. It's upsetting to me when people don't use soap. Uh, like a Like, rinse. they do, like, the, like, literally five-second rinse of their yeah. hands. And, like, especially women, because, like... We all know where your hands have been. Right. It's going into an area. Yeah. It may have some paper, a thin paper between but your that's fingers gross. and the that area. That means nothing. Right. 
Well, it's like when guys are at a urinal and they pee and then they go and they just rinse their hands off. It's like your hand. I I know that your hand just was touching your penis. I know that it was. Yeah. I was looking. No, I was not looking, but I'm pretty sure I know how it works. You know how it works as a man. Right, right. Don't just rinse. I want to see some scrubs. Yeah. I want to see you use some of that lava soap. Yeah. I want you to use pumice. I want you to get in there and wash those hands clean. Why are our adults just as disgusting as children? I don't Imagine know. Imagine how gross their kids are. Like, if they are people who have kids, they're R- teaching them those habits. Right, right. That's what keeps the world going. Yeah. Of sickness. Yeah. It's a world of sick. Like, my dad may have been raised out in the country, but he, and your dad too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, but. they've always had rules about, like, you wash your hands before you eat dinner. Exactly. That's exactly what Every I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Exactly. You touch an animal, you go wash your hands. You right. you're about to touch food or make dinner, you wash your hands right. before you eat. You, That's just how it is. Because my dad was raised on a farm, so he would make us lower our hands into boiling water before we ate dinner. I know, and your your hands still look amazing. I mean, they look pretty good for yeah. boiled skin. I, mean, I know, it looks pretty decent. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is strange that people have to be reminded and arrested, and especially someone that's going to be working around food. And yeah. It's like just, ugh, it's disgusting. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't either. So if you have any explanations as to why the human race is completely <laughs> disgusting, please email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Kevin, um, what was the original headline? Oh, oh! so it was a birthday, no, graduation party that had cake that was yes. tainted. <laughs> yeah, we went off on a tangent there, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, I've never been anywhere. I've never been to a party where there's been like an outbreak of anything like that or no. anything, which is um, which is good. I'm glad that's not happened. Yeah, uh, we associate with clean people, apparently. Right. <laughs> but of all things to get sick on, cake. I mean, the most boring of desserts, really. Yeah. At least it was, I mean, a grad party is a very important thing to occur, but... M- most people have cake at their wedding, so at least it wasn't like it didn't like ruin someone's wedding. That's true. You yeah, know what I mean, we did not have cake at our wedding. We've talked about this before. We had donuts. Yeah. Um. So, if you ever heard people getting sick from a donut, no, because they're no. amazing. Because donuts are d- goddamn delightful. Yeah. Um. I wonder if the graduate student had to give all the money back. Oh, I hope not. To help pay for whatever medical... Pay for Pepto? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have never uh, gotten that sick before. You've had food poisoning before. I have not, thankfully. I have, yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a terrible thing. I guess it would be a similar vomit situation with, yeah. the, with the tainted food. I think you have to have a medication to clear up hepatitis yeah, I think you're I don't know correct. much about it. Honestly. I don't either, but it sounds like it's not something you can just take an over-the-counter like Pepto-Bismol for. Yeah. Upsetting. Very upset. Speaking of upsetting, screaming into the night to relieve stress. I feel like that makes sense. I do, too. I remember when I was a kid, um, my mom once told us, my sister and I, just to go outside and yell to get it out because we were being loud in the house. Really? And we went outside and just started screaming. And it was nice, but it was probably frightening for the neighbors. Yeah. But we didn't really care about them. We li- you live close to, you grew up close to people. We did. Yeah. We were in the country, but we had neighbors though. Yeah. 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 It's probably not the best idea. Like if I heard screaming right now, I probably wouldn't do anything. I'd probably turn the radio up, but <laughs> I probably wouldn't help. You and most people. Yeah. It's not uncommon. Well, we heard screaming from our apartment the other night. 
when we first moved, not the other night, but when we first moved in, we heard we heard a yell from a nearby neighbor. Yeah. And we didn't do anything. We did not investigate, no. We didn't. We were t- we were new to the area. Maybe screaming is common here. Maybe it was a ghost. We, we haven't heard know. it again, but we also didn't see any duffel bags with the body being dragged out. So <laughs> things should be okay. Yeah. That was pretty much enough for us to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but screaming could relieve stress, like yelling or... Sing- I mean, because you think about that. I mean, when you are in a car singing, that is uh, stress relieving. It's my favorite thing, yeah. Yeah. That's why I kind of miss that in my commute. Uh, not being able to sing in the car. Why don't you just sing on the train and then bring a little hat to pass around for for tips? Not allowed. <laughs> also, I don't want to die. Yeah, okay. That's fair. There, there would be someone who would ultimately be like, shut this girl up, <laughs> shut her up. And throw her off the train. Throw her off the train. Throw Tiffy from the train. Yeah. Don't throw Tiffy from the train. Well, that's I'm I'm agreeing. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. Right. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it, uh, singing in the car. I think that certainly helps relieve stress. Whether you're, whether you're good at it or not, uh, right. singing helps. I'm not a good singer, but get it out. I do like singing on the way home. It yeah, helps me. You should. It does help. Um. Uh. So screaming would have the the same sort of effect. Um, have you ever been so frustrated as a kid where you like just grabbed a pillow and like screamed into it because oh, yes. you were angry? Of course. I'm sure the same sort of thing. I'm sure there are adults yeah. who still do that. Yeah. Because they, they can't just go out and scream into an open yard without. Why, why don't we do that more? Scream into pillows? Yeah. We have like a pile of pillows right here. Why don't we do that more often? Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, this, there could be some benefit to that, right? Like just kind of yelling to kind of like yell there. It kind of maybe plays into that whole like, um, break room type thing, like the smash rooms or whatever you call them. Oh yeah. 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 Go, rage room. Rage, yeah. yeah. Not a break room, like a normal break room at work. Like if you go <laughs> into your, I, imagined. I was like, like if you go into the break room at work and just throw the toaster on the ground, sure you feel better, but you're probably going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's so temporary. Smash that microwave. Why don't they have a scream room? It's like that cry room they have at college. Yeah. Yeah. They have like a scream room, like a soundproof booth. You can just go in and yell. They should have that at work. They really should have that at work. Because I think bosses and employees and people who have to clean the bathroom, like, they would be all in there using it at different points during the day. Yeah. Because you have to get your rage out somehow, right? I think I just need a soundproof booth at work Mm -hmm. where I can, A, yell in, and B, fart in. Soundproof. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it would uh, quiet out the sounds of the farts. Yeah. And then trap you in there with the smells. Well, you'd have to have some kind of air filtration happening there, too. Okay. Like some kind of charcoal filter, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Or just a a pillow covered a ch- in lavender scent to fart into. Uh, charcoal underwear brought to you uh, by uh, air purifiers. <laughs> fart yourself away. Use offer code FAKEFARTS for a 10% discount. Yeah. Like, I know, I remember one job I had, they had, like, a quiet room where it was, like, they had, the lights were low, they had, like, a couch, and they had, um, like, a one of those little water fountain, desktop water fountain things. Are you sure it wasn't just one of those rooms for mothers who were nursing? Oh, shit, you're right, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> that explains that yeah. sound. That explains why it was so relaxing and comforting <laughs> and smelled quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think the I think what they need is like a room where you can just get out regressions because most people are stressed as fuck at work. Yeah, and don't want to. They don't need a Zen garden. They need or something to throw. Yoga. Or yeah, we have yoga at work. No one wants to do yoga at work. Yeah, like we want to throw stuff. We want yeah. to beat. We want to smash stuff. We I you know what would be nice a dartboard. Oh, like, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Like have a a dartboard on the wall, throw some darts at a picture of, of your boss. No, maybe of someone who strongly resembles that boss. <laughs> Workplace violence, not okay. N- yes, that's right. Take it from us here at Fake Headlines Podcast. We would never do that. Um, I you know what I was thinking. I remembered what I was going to say that I had forgotten Mm -hmm. was that if I had screamed into the woods as a child, no one would have reacted there either. And they probably would have just assumed it was a coyote. (laughs) Because your yells are very coyote like. Yeah. Also, there's coyotes. (laughs) The coyote yells. I said, uh, baby T coyote out there (laughs) screaming again. (laughs) Baby T coyote. Baby T Coyote. Wasn't that your uh, AOL screen name, Baby T Coyote? It was. Yeah. I remember you. Uh, and then someone hacked it, so then I changed it to Baby T Coyote Screams. <laughs> screams. Yeah. Yeah, we should go to one, we should go to one of those uh, rage rooms sometime. There's, There's one a lot in of Jamestown. Them. There is one in Jamestown. There's some in Buffalo, too, I believe. That makes sense. There's a lot of angry people here in Buffalo. Yeah. It's cold a lot. It's cold. There's uh, disappointing sports teams. There's a lot to feel oh, mad about. Oh, that's a big one. There's people who are mad about ranch dressing. <laughs> uh, okay, so... They they have the Buffalo Wing Fest here, and that was this weekend. It was. And um, I don't eat chicken wings uh, anymore, and uh, I also don't care for, like, the creamy blue cheese. I like blue cheese crumbles, like, mm-hmm. on a salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people take their blue cheese in Buffalo very, very seriously. I am yeah. a transplant here. I really don't care. You're a rancher. And I love ranch. You do love ranch. But there are people who are so mad about ranch being involved in Chicken Wing Fest. I think Buffalo is a town for ranch dressing on salads more than on chicken wings. They just eat the chicken wings straight up. Yeah. I think it's a more of a... Because I've noticed that with... I think think ranch is probably the most popular salad dressing. I think it's safe to say probably anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I I would hazard a guess to say in Buffalo as well. But blue cheese is meant for wings. In this world, anyway. Yeah. I like blue cheese on everything, quite frankly. You do. I'll eat it on wings. I'll eat it on salad. Uh-huh. I'll just drink it right out of the bottle. That's gross, Kev. Sometimes I need that sweet, sweet blue. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. Uh, talk to me. What's this last one again? Uh, a philosophy professor will give everyone A's if uh, they can prove that the class exists. Yes. Philosophy professor offers A's if you can prove class exists. Wow. Did you ever have a class like that where you had got into like weird critical thinking like that? I took a philosophy class and I did not do well. <laughs> she was the teacher was kind of like what's that character's name? Maz from uh, Star Wars. <laughs> that was your teacher. She was kind of like her. Holy cow, that's bizarre. And she was it, it was it was that same class where I had like we had to do like a, a presentation and some people did like. Uh, um, tragedy and my group did comedy and so we had to talk about like the philosophical interpretation of what we thought comedy was and um, 
So for like part of my group, I used a picture of Emmett Kelly, and I may have talked about this before, mm-hmm. uh, where I Emmett I, Kelly being a famous clown. Yeah, and I um, put the picture up onto it was part of my um, presentation in PowerPoint, and she was like, "How many people in here are scared of clowns?" And like half the over half the class raised their hands, and I was like, "Ooh, sorry, <laughs> oh. do I still pass?" And <laughs> I did pass that, um, but I passed philosophy by the skin of my teeth oh. because no matter how she explained it to me i just did not understand it my brain was just not understanding if this then this but also this equals mc squared i just that my brain was not comprehending that but there are people who just major in this and i don't understand that either yeah what do you do with that i don't know i don't uh, i never took a philosophy class uh i again i also feel like my brain would be broken by such thoughts being introduced yeah. At a young age. <laughs> I understand words. I understand how to read words. I understand critical thinking and thinking outside the box and, and stuff like that. No. No. Philosophy is not for me. No. Did not understand it. Yeah, me neither. Like, I, I, I remember reading about, like, articles where people would, like, hand in, like, a blank paper and get, like, an A on it because it's, like, so deep. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. That's so douchey. Yeah, I I agree. What a piece of shit. <laughs> What a philosophical failure. What a he- hepatitis. <laughs> That's hepatitis of the writing right there. Yeah. Yeah, I never, I, I yeah, I never, I, I do recall you being in that philosophy class and I remember being kind of like, I got what? a tutor. That's right. Yeah. I got a tutor. And then the person, I was like, this is what she's teaching us. And the person was like, I didn't have her. I had this other teacher and that's nothing like what we learned. And I was like, this is fucking useless. <laughs> Great. I'm glad I paid you. I'm glad, right. I'm glad I'm paying tuition and a tutor cost on top of that. It was I think awful. It's, uh, like, I, I think it's supposed to try to like open your brain up, right? To like other ideas. Is that the yeah, whole point? I guess. But <sighs> it was a requirement. Yeah, I did not take it as an option, or else I would have dropped that shit. <laughs> That's what happens when you go to an artsy fartsy college. You have I didn't to go to an artsy fartsy college. Mm. That's kind of fartsy. Your was college a... was kind of fartsy. <laughs> I guess so. And it was heavily into the arts, so it was an artsy fartsy college. Yeah. <laughs> guess you're right. <laughs> took a religion class. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I did too. I took some. I took a lot of re- religion-based classes at the SUNY school that I went to, mm-hmm. State University of New York. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how would you prove the class exists? Now that we've kind oh, of established God. how terrible we both are at philosophy, let's try to be philosophical. Let's try to be philosophical and describe how we would prove this class exists. Um. Punch the teacher in the face. Right. Do they yell? Then it's real. Yes. <laughs> if I punch the teacher in the face, then I prove that I am a student of philosophy, proving that the class is real. Therefore, I get an A. Oh, because we're all experiencing this together, right? Right. We're both. I'm punching you. I feel it in my hand. Feeling it. We're you, both experiencing it. You feel it, it in your face. Right. We're both experiencing it. Boom. A. Boom. A. I'm going to hand in a blank paper. I think paper. we did it. Boom. Oh, okay. Extra credit. Yeah. <laughs> do, yeah, I don't I can't I don't know how else you would uh, prove the class existed. How uh, do you, how can you prove anything exists? How do I know I'm talking to you right now? I hear you. You hear me? Uh-huh. I am purposely creating words right now. Cucumber. That was the word I created. I just did it. I said it. 
You didn't zucchini. create it. It previously existed, but I heard it. But you heard, but I decided to use the word zucchini right then and there. And yeah. I just did. Uh-huh. It didn't exist before. Right. It, I created it. Yeah. You heard it. I yeah. said it. It exists. Yeah. Boom. Philosophy is fucking easy. <laughs> Kevin, are you going to start a new philosophy class? I think we are living one, quite uh, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can I prove this reality exists? How can I prove that the it does? The utter sadness I feel as I scream into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be real, right? Or am I worried about nothing? Maybe you're just worried about nothing. Maybe. As in what's written in this paper? Nothing. Nothing. Boom. A. Wow. Philosophy. Hashtag philosophize. I don't know if I could get an A in this class. I don't either. I don't uh, know anything about Like, you have much more experience with philosophy than I do. You know what I would do? I would find the smartest philosophy student, probably the one who smokes the most weed. Mm-hmm. Of course, it like, always is. Let me buddy up with you and let's make this a quote unquote team effort to prove this class is real. But I'm going to have you do all the work while I take half the credit so that we can both get an A and get the fuck <laughs> out of here. What do you say? Also... I'll give you money for weed. <laughs> now that's a philosophy that I can get behind. Yeah, right? You know, I was just thinking, my only exposure to philosophy is the show The Good Place. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's all. That's the only yeah. exposure to anything. Everything is fine. See? That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Baramy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you have not seen The Good Place, you're missing out. It's so good. Yeah, it's a great show. I recommend it. They are not sponsoring our podcast. But I we... laughed so hard. It's yeah. up there with uh, The Office and Parks and Recreation for yeah. favorite shows. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's very good. Michael Shore. I think they've done a. Man? I think they've done a uh, not great job marketing the show because when we first saw it being advertised, I was not interested in it at all. And then we watched it and we're like, "This is amazing. This is really good." Yeah, so I would recommend it. What is my personal philosophy? Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's it. It's a good way to live. Uh, basically the golden rule. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. There needs to be more of that. Uh, I think so too. More not being dicks. Yeah. Is that is that your personal philosophy? Do you have... Well, if you, if you had a personal philosophy slogan, what would it be? Uh, be kind, rewind. <laughs> it's very similar. <laughs> that's, that's actually very <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> that's very telling. Um, I, like if we had T-shirts, and like someone was like, "I'm a Kevin," and someone would be like, "I'm a Tiffany," like all the Tiffany's would be wearing "Don't be a dick," and all the Kevins would be wearing "Be kind, rewind." Yeah, that is true. That does kind of that does uh, encapsulate who we are as people. Yeah, I think so. It I'm really very does. blunt and forward, and sometimes a little too honest for people. Yeah, I'm a little bit more jingly jangly. Yeah. And like, you're just like, hey, just don't. Hey, I'm an easy breezy slogan. Yeah. I love the 90s. (laughs) I love (laughs) retro technology. So, (laughs) yeah, you know me. (laughs) Speaking of you know me, uh, another uh, random thing happened at work recently where we were talking about the song OPP as done by Naughty by Nature. Mm -hmm. And somebody that we were talking to about this had never heard of that group and never heard of that song before. 
were they born in 1997? They are a young person. Mm -hmm. They are a young person in the world today who has never heard of OPP. And it was very upsetting. How? It's... So they asked what it was, and I said, OPP, how can I explain it? And then we both giggled to the people that knew the song. <laughs> <laughs> and then the person was like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm ready to hear it. No. Mm-hmm. Be kind, rewind. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I was not a dick. I did not make them feel bad. Good. See? I lived I lived my your philosophy. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Kevin. So you're telling me one of these is real. Yes, one of these three headlines is an actual story that I found this week. What, which one do you think it could be? So, Taint Cake. Taint Cake, Screaming, Philosophy. I am going to go with Screaming. Well, Mrs. Dillon, you are correct. Yeah! Yeah. Which one did my dad guess? Uh, he thought it was the cake. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the cake. Um, yeah, the, I, I debated not using the word flogsta because it kind of uh, was very weird and specific. It's not you. But it was in the headline, though. So I was worried about cutting it out. Flogsta. Flogsta. It's very German, isn't it? Uh, Swedish. Okay. Yeah. So the flogsta, flogsta scream, screaming into the night. It's an article brought to us by our friends over at Oddity Central. <laughs> the and best. And it goes a little something like this. For decades, students living in the Flagsta neighborhood of Uppsala in Sweden have been engaged in a unique tradition that has become known around the world as the Flagsta, st- Flagsta Scream. It's hard to say. Flagsta Scream. Thank you. Flagsta every- Scream. We'll just, every time you go to say it, we'll just use that little clip. Flagsta Scream. Of me. Just <laughs> Flagsta Scream. Every night at 10 p.m., they open their dorm room windows and scream out into the night as a way to relieve stress. In most parts of the world, walking down the street at nights and suddenly hearing human screams from a surrounding building would send cold shivers down your spine. As they should. As they should. But in the Swedish city of Uppsala, it's just part of daily life. Students attending Uppsala University have been practicing the flagska scream. Flagsta scream. Since the 1970s. So everyone is well used just to it Just point to me when I need to say it. Okay. I'll start that sentence over again. Okay. In most parts of the world, walking down the street at night and suddenly hearing human screams from a surrounding building would send cold shivers down your spine. But in the Swedish city of Uppsala, it's just part of daily life. Students attending Uppsala University have been practicing the... Flogs to scream. ...since the 1970s, so everyone is well used to it by now. It's become a campus tradition, and today universities actually remind students when and where they should scream. Flogs to scream... No one knows exactly how the flogs to scream began, but according to Swedish archivists, it actually began at the University of Lund sometime in the 1970s. Apparently, some of the students saw there was a documentary about primal screams and decided to use them as a way to relieve stress before exams. Like Tarzan. <laughs> exactly. That uh, makes so much sense. Yeah. It may be a, maybe a good yodel yeah. before a test. Uh, the tradition called... <laughs> I will pass. <laughs> the tradition caught on and eventually adopted and was eventually adopted by students at the University of Uppsala. Uh, Vice magazine reports that the flogs to scream remained a popular tradition through the 1980s, but eventually died out around 2006. Bummer. When it, 
when a couple of students hosting a radio show on the Uppsala Student Radio decided to bring it back and break a world record. The tradition has since caught on and has remained popular to this day. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So here's, that's so cool. So here's some uh, some video here. Let's see if this plays of the. Uh... Here, I'll put my mic there. Yeah, hold on. Let me make sure. Flags to scream. Flags to scream. We were connected to Flags to scream. Here we go. How do their screams have a dialect? (laughs) They do sound very Swedish, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Maybe this should be our alarm in the morning. <laughs> That's outstanding. That sounds great. That goes on for about three, three or four minutes. You don't need to hear all that. La, la, la. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. I hope they go out and get some chocolate after. <laughs> yeah, the screams happen every night around 10 o'clock. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> sounds. I really want to go there and see this happen. Me too. I want to just go out there and scream. Yeah. 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 Well. Wow. Great job, Kev. Good job to you, Tiff. Wow. Uh, don't be a dick. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> that's, uh, what, that's what we want you guys to take away from this week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. But seriously, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, you check us out uh, when we're not doing a show on social media. You can uh, find us on uh, Facebook at Fake Headlines Podcast. Also, Instagram at Fake Headlines Podcast. And Twitter at Fake Head Pod. And uh, Pinterest sometimes at uh, Fake Headlines Podcast. Yes. So, uh, and you can also email us at Fake Headlines Podcast at gmail.com. If you come across a wacky article, send it our way. We'll, we'll send it out on the tweets or the Facebooks. Or if you have a funny story about a frog jumping up your pants, love to hear it. Want let us know. Fake Headlines Podcast, gmail.com. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. And if you could do, uh, be so kind, if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars on there. Leave a review if you don't mind. Just a couple kind words is all you need. It just helps us grow. Yeah, and you can find us pretty much anywhere. Uh, laughable Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, Tune Go- In, iHeartRadio, Yeah, Luminosity, Podcoin, Himalaya, Stitcher. Everywhere you want to be. Everywhere. Yeah. So check us out on those uh, devices. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to us everywhere. Why not? Yeah. Use all the podcast tools. Yeah. (laughs) Tell New Zealand that they're not the only ones who love us. Yeah, man. Charting on those improv charts in New Zealand. Hey, New Zealand. We love you. Shout out New Zealand. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Ah!